Hi, this is Kara Kading, and as part of the Milliger family, I'd love to introduce you to our new podcast. Everything we do here at Milliger's is done to enhance the lifestyle of our customers. Our products and services add beauty and enjoyment and just make life a little more rewarding. We are first and foremost growers, and one of the things we do best is to open a world of beauty to people through plants. And plants enrich our lives in so many ways, from cleaning our air to making everyone feel better. And everything else that we do or sell gradually evolved from our wanting people to feel better and enjoy life. Hi guys, this is Kara Kading, and I am part of the Milliger family, third generation. This is our very first podcast episode. I'm so excited because I have been wanting to do this for a whole, oh gosh, at least a year now. And it's finally into motion for 2022. What a way to start off the year. I wanted to kick off our first episode with one of my favorite people, my mom. So we're here today with my mom. (laughs) You're right, one of my favorite people. This is my mom, Chris Reisdorf. She's one of the co-founders of Milligers. And my grandparents, your parents, started Milligers back in 1960. We're celebrating 62 years in business. That's so amazing. It's hard for me to believe that many years have passed because it just seems like yesterday that my folks were signing the contract for a little two-acre parcel. It was just a strawberry field at that time. I just can't believe that. I'm just fascinated when I, I love to hear you and Kevin Milliger talk about just growing up here and how everything kind of fell into place and how hard you worked and all the amazing things. When did that, what time of year was that when they bought that part or this parcel? Well, it was a a rainy night in the spring of actually 1959 because I remember I had new shoes on. I was supposed to be, (laughs) I was supposed to be going to a roller skating party. So I was really kind of pushing, trying to push things along. And it was, it was pouring rain and we had to walk through these puddles to get to the house where we signed this intent to buy. But nothing really much happened until the summer of that year when a pile of rubble was delivered to the site. And this was supposed to become a greenhouse. And it certainly didn't look like it to me. It was just a bunch of wooden bars that were full of putty from the former greenhouse. Yeah, it was a used greenhouse. Yeah, in those days. had all the residue. Right. In those days, all the greenhouses were glass. And so they were glazed with putty between, you know, every foot. So my dad had some those uh, horses that are, and he put those up in this field and laid these bars out. And it was our job to go uh, through that with a putty knife or a screwdriver and remove all of this old putty and the old nails that were in there. I just thought this. Oh, that was your summer? (laughs) Yeah. As a kid, 12 years old, I thought there's got to be something better. But um, I had no idea what he had in mind. But that's how they built their first greenhouse. That's incredible. And then things slowly started to evolve from there, right? What was the first thing that they had in their greenhouse that they sold? Well, our first crop, what we were intending to only wholesale and in those days, my dad thought it would be a good idea to grow tomatoes, hothouse tomatoes, and that the benches were filled with soil in those days. So we had these eight foot, 10 foot tomato plants growing 
in the house and they would in the house what do you mean in the, green in the greenhouse, greenhouse. <laughs> yeah. first I was like yeah. in your house because yeah. that happens well, a lot yes yeah some people start like that uh -huh. um however that it just was not lucrative enough for us to continue that so after that we decided to really open our doors to a retail market and we started selling plants some of which were not grown by us initially but then in the next year, we started to grow our own bedding plants. And that is really, you know, what was the driving force in helping us to add basically one greenhouse at a time. And uh, One greenhouse at a time, and now we've got 92. It's just incredible. It never ceases to thrill me walking through those houses. And we're one of the only houses in the Midwest where all of those houses are open to the public. and. Nobody has to particularly buy anything or do anything special, but you're free to walk the houses and bring your camera along and just enjoy the beauty out there. Just being so close to living, growing things, it's a remarkable feeling. Yes, and how many people say to you, you know, Chris, I just, I love coming to Milliger's because I just feel better as soon as I walk in the door, even before you hit the greenhouses. It just feels good to be here. Well, of course, that's the kind of atmosphere we've tried to create here. I mean, everything we do tries to enhance the lifestyle of people. And it isn't so much about the things they acquire. It's about the way they felt when they bought them and the good things that they associate with it. Certainly watching something grow has got to be one of the most rewarding, rewarding things anyone can do. Yes, for sure. And then how many people tell you that the plants from Milligers just grow better? Well, you know, they do. <laughs> I mean, it's true. Yeah, it's true. it certainly is. I mean, there's... And so they'll many... admit it. They'll say, you know, I bought this plant from wherever, and then I bought another one from Milligers and grew them side by side. You know, Right. Well, there are some so many things that Milligers does behind the scenes that people are not aware of that do influence the way our plants grow in terms of for one thing, not using a growth retardant because people who are shipping plants and to other garden centers, they have to make sure that the plants fit on a cart and they can't be very tall. So they have growth retardant on them. So when you get it and it's growing in your yard, it is kind of stunted. It's set back because it's in that mode. And well, sometimes that never even comes out of that growth retardant. I've seen that happen before. Right. So that's just one thing that we do. And the seed selection and the plant selection, um, it, it does make a difference. And so we're happy to, to provide the very best. That's why our pots all say expect the best. And I love that. And that's what our, yeah, we're committed to providing. So here we are at the beginning of 2022. So excited. And one thing that we've done, and I'm really excited about that, we've never gotten our seminar schedule out this early and I don't know how many, if it's 12 pages long or <laughs> oh, we got a lot a going on. Right away. Yeah. But yeah. that's just one of the great ways, I think, to engage people and create just a better experience of education and support. So they aren't just coming here just to buy their plants, but we're actually teaching them how to grow, um, how to plant a container that is beautiful. How many times do customers come in and they say, I don't know how to put this together. I don't have, you know, that design ability. And we teach them how to do that. Or our house plants workshop that's coming up, um, the orchid show. I'm so excited for that. So many fun things that have returned again 
And I feel like we're so blessed in this space because it's so open that people, people feel really feel comfortable. Safe. Right. They feel yeah. safe. And certainly there's at least one major event coming along every month, highlighted finally by all of the workshops. And who doesn't love being in the greenhouse? I mean, it is amazing. And just when you walk in there in the evening, it's quiet in there and um, you can almost feel things growing around you. And uh, people just love it. They just, the wine helps. Well, yes, they all get it. <laughs> a glass of wine comes with your workshop, people, just so you know. But especially in that, like you said, that early spring season when you can't quite get out in your yard yet, we have these workshops, especially our Jumbo Hanging Basket Workshop. We offer that, I think, eight times this season. And it's incredible that you can be out in the greenhouse in April. You plant your hanging basket. We grow it for you. And then to see people's faces when they pick it up. That's not my basket. (laughs) And they just have no idea how it got so big. Well, Uh it's, you know, little TLC. and Yeah, so those workshops are coming up. And we're doing a couple brand new things, too. The birding seminar. And birding seems to be a really growing category. I found, I have seen that happening in the garden store. Why do you think that that's such a, I don't want to say trend, really, because people have been birding since the beginning of time. But uh, I think people are much more aware of even the quality of bird seed that they're giving to their birds in their backyard. Well, that certainly makes a difference. Uh, Well, Dan, my husband, is a case in point. I mean, he is, we have four feeders that are all kind of connected. They're they're on a four-way display rack. And this is just like watching a video. I mean, all the birds gathering in the morning and the pecking order, if you will, and everything else that goes along with it. And we certainly have found that some of the seed, if you, if you use a less expensive seed, it ends up on the ground and the birds don't even eat it. Not to mention the fact that the better seed, it's better seed, better birds. And that's just it. You get more colorful, more desirable birds with better seed. But I think that Paul at our Sturdivant store and his son have put together a fabulous presentation. I've seen and read about it and seen the pictures, and it is just amazing. And they are going to cover pretty much every subject you can imagine in terms of birding, from uh, what to plant in your yard to attract wildlife to choosing the best seed or the best houses and what feeders work for what birds. It's going to be great. We haven't done this in many, many years. That's great. I love these new workshops that I think sometimes some topics, like the when we have the orchid show coming up or even birding, can feel a little intimidating to people when they're starting for the first time or they're first getting into gardening of not really sure where to begin. Or it feels, again, overwhelming that they're not sure if they can do it. And I think we break that down and make it very encouraging and easily doable. Right. I always feel so bad when someone says, well, I'm not very good at this, or uh, I'm not very creative, or I, you know, and they just, they just come in with this shroud around themselves, sort of like, uh, it's going to be painful. And it isn't. It's just a wonderful time. So um, engaging in the whole hobby of birding or planting or doing some creative things like uh, the, the upcoming green plant one with this, you know, we have probably 20 different types of pottery heads 
And that's a huge deal right now. I mean, the idea of planting the hair with assorted plants. I mean, it is so fun. And there's no right or wrong. It's just just to have fun. And you know, if you make a mistake, I mean, we right, you just we, change yeah, it up. Just change, give it a haircut, change <laughs> it up. Yeah. That's great. I'm really excited to see all of the workshops that are coming up. So the events are out. We're up and running again. And all the fun things like our beer garden is going to be happening, the orchid show. This year we have a brand new rose show. That's going to be amazing. We just had our first official meeting about that. Uh, but that'll be coming up in June. And roses is another category I think can be a little intimidating, don't you think, sometimes? Well, we were talking about that, and I think that some people think that you buy a rose and it comes with a lot of baggage. It needs this, it needs that, it has to have this, it, it's gonna, this is going to happen to it. And I think that, first of all, to consider the fact that a rose doesn't really cost any more than a pot of geraniums, enables people or frees them up or doesn't have them so worried that the rose isn't going to live for 20 years. It really doesn't need to. It only needs to be fabulous for a season. And it can go right in a container. In fact, we're planning to have a little talk about this, that it could go in a container and you can be cutting beautiful flowers for your table all summer long. They're all ever-blooming types. This is just a great way to introduce yourself back to roses because for a long time, it just seemed that people only wanted shrub rose types. But you know what people really enjoy is the scent. That's the first thing they do when they see a rose, they lean over and smell so that, I think that's going to be a great little... I'm excited for that because I feel like even myself, I feel a little intimidated with roses. I'm like, I don't know, can I do this? <laughs> but I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Okay, so still talking 2022. We got our seminar schedule up and running. All those events are on our website and you can sign up for those there at milligers.com. But then we just got back from the gift shows. We were in Dallas and Atlanta how many days of buying was that? Well, for me, it was uh, almost 14. Yeah. And I have to say that that's part of the job that I like the most. And then you and I both are, I think, compulsive buyers. I mean, we could just keep buying 20 We're optimistic. Yeah. And we find so many things we love. And this year certainly is no exception. There's so many wonderful things coming in. I'm just wrapping up all the rest of the Christmas buy right now. And we are committed to not being short on anything, but those kinds of purchases need to be made early on to guarantee delivery because there are already issues with containers. And everybody remembers the news last year when all those um, oh, yeah, everything were backed up out, and... out on the coast waiting to unload. So as you can see, Milligers does not have a problem because we have plenty of merchandise and it's rolling in even now. Every single day we have new, new, new spring merchandise. And um, <clears throat> how exciting it is. I think that there's it. people are just excited to come in. And again, they say they feel better. The colors are gorgeous. I mean, just walking in, it just gives you that energy. Uh, well, you think about right now, the whole landscape is black and white. Maybe a little snow or a little dirty snow or whatever. <laughs> and so to come in and you see all this glorious color, all of the almost real flowers and the new giftware, the Easter items. We have a boatload of gnomes, which that gnomes are just that, not going away. It's just 
Gnomes Man- forever. Yeah, gnome mania, I think. <laughs> yes, it's just, every season. Yeah, and so now we've got them in bumblebee costumes and we've got them uh, sports. Easter costumes. Easter eggs. And, all right. And I think they just fun. make people happy. Yeah, it makes you smile and, and or laugh out loud, if you will. I do. I think there's, and some of them are posable and they got the little legs hanging and all that stuff. So that's there. And then, gosh, what do we also have coming? Oh, well, clothing. We like clothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah there's, there's no shortage of that. And we found some great new resources. I mean, we're very committed to looking at all sides of the price point spectrum. So we found some great sweaters and little tops and things that are going to be retailing in the 20s. I mean, how great is that? It's just such a fun little pick-me-up that you just you feel, well, I don't know, you just feel fresh and it's so instead of just fiery color thing. <laughs> yeah, so you find something. Yeah, I mean, this is a good time. I went through and just kind of purged my own closet in anticipation of all the spring things that we bought and that are coming in. But people are definitely anxious and excited. And then our spring fashion show is returning this year. I mean, we had our fall one that was the actual return, but this will be the first spring one since, gosh, what was that? 2019 was really the last spring one we had. So that'll be April 2nd, April 9th, both stores. Again, people love that because we have it at both stores so that we have plenty of space to watch the show, shop the show. And you do such a great job of educating people on really clothing in general of what the trends are, how to wear things. And I think one thing that I really admire what you educate people on is it's okay to be you, right? Right. I don't think people can let whatever the announcement is about what the color of the year is or whatever. If you don't look good in that color, it doesn't make it doesn't make any sense to be wearing it. And I think that so often people end up in outfits that are not designed really for their body shape. So I think it's all about that. It's all about, you know, I would say buy a few good things. You don't need a whole bunch of something just because it's on sale somewhere. And that will enrich your wardrobe so that you don't go in there and say, oh, I don't have anything to wear just because it isn't wearing well. And almost anything looks okay when it's still on the rack, but how it launders you know, that's the Oh, there's nothing worse. You think you bought something really cute and you got it for a steal and then you wash it and it comes out, it's, you know, shrunken or the pilling. I just hate the pilling. That just, it's, then it's no good. Wear it once and you're done, right? Well, yes, that's certainly <laughs> true. Yeah. And so I think that in that respect, when people find their color or they, you know. Do you have a color, Mom? I have a color, <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, my color, of course, is aqua, but I was once told that everybody looks good in that color. So it's not my color alone. Anybody can wear this can color. wear aqua. Not right. brown, not orange. <laughs> yeah. but So you'll see a lot of aqua. I mean, really, just because we love it. But, I mean, it does. It's a, it's a great color for so many people. And so you'll see that aqua in not only in clothing, but just even in general gift wear. Hey. <laughs> well, that's something to look forward to. Well, being our first podcast, is there anything else? How are you doing so far? Well, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I would like to try to do this, um, you know, twice a month. So we're going to highlight you once a month with your education and your expertise. I love, first of all, I love to hear about our Milliger's history. 
And then I think people just like to hear what's going on, what's happening. We're happy to share that. And I can't say enough how important our customers are to us. So to enrich their lives and to just make things a little bit more livable, maybe. This has been a very difficult time. We have lost some of our own employees and they have lost uh, loved ones and friends. This has been challenging for so many people on so many levels. So it's not so much about selling things for us. It's really about what can we do to provide the comfort that people are looking for. And I don't think you find that online. I think you find that walking in the store and establishing a relationship with the person who's helping you, the person who's giving you advice because you know you can trust them. You know that Milligers is here for you to fix anything or to research something or to just make life better for you. Yes, exactly. Not only are just our customers, but our employees too. We just had one in here uh, who's helping us set up this podcast with Joshua. And he said, I love working here. It's just such a, a great and encouraging environment and something that he looks forward to coming to work every day. And we hear that a lot of times from our employees. Right. And we have many people that maybe left as a young person and have come back in later years. And um, so it all comes full circle, I guess. When <laughs> We're happy for that. Okay, guys. Well, I hope that you enjoyed our podcast, our Milligers podcast. We will be here and available with fresh content, sharing and educating on lots of fun, different topics coming up. My dad will be here talking about new plants for 2022 out on the nursery lot and Kevin Milliger. I can't wait to talk to him about the vintage veggies that are coming up. He, uh, Kevin Milliger is actually, we know him as Mr. T because he is the tomato king. So we'll hear a lot from him too. Oh, and I'm really excited about the new category that we just introduced last year of container sized vegetables because not everybody has a large garden plot and growing in a container is so easy. And so we have research, or he has, I haven't done it. And I suggested it, but he's the one that really followed through. And so you're going to find all sorts of things that can be grown just in a little tub and be able to harvest. And what a fun thing for any age. You can be a grandparent, you can be a child. It's just a great summer activity. Yeah, they're a nice size. And then uh, a lot of times the fruit is a little bit smaller too. So it, I mean, it looks cute. <laughs> and it's fun to throw in a salad. Super easy to do that kind of stuff. We hope you enjoyed listening to our podcast. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on all the latest information and happenings here at Milligers. You can find out more details about our events on our website at milligers.com. We would love to hear from you. Send us your suggested topics and questions to me at gardengirl at milligers.com. Thanks again for listening and just keep growing.